0: Are you satisfied with your understanding of sustainability? If you are not, imagine a journey together, a pluralistic one, with academia, innovators, startups, NGOs, all looking for solutions to the greatest challenge of our time. My name is Samuele Tini, and this is the Sustainability Journey. We have reached episode 11, and today we are going to explore an innovative startup that is trying to work out a new solution for ESG reporting using also artificial intelligence. How? Why? And for that reason, we have here the business development manager, Marta Borjinska.
1: Hi, hello. Uh, nice to be here, Samuel.
0: Marta, can you tell us a bit about yourself, how you ended up in this in sustainability and what took you there?
1: Okay, that's great. Thanks, Samuel. So my background is in business development, um, marketing, and sustainability. Both in my current and previous role, I I supported companies' growth at the very early stages of of their development. I was moving around the world a little bit, and that's also how my journey with my current company has started. Around uh, 10 years ago, I graduated from my master's degree in, in Poland. Then I started my professional career in England. Then I spent over four years in in Asia. In Asia, I was based in Hong Kong and I supported growth of one of the first networks of entrepreneurs, co-working spaces in Asia. And um, I was, you know, very, very excited to support uh, it at the very early stages of the development. And the company has grew very rapidly at that time. And I headed back to Europe in, in 2016, and this was with the, to support my current company's growth in the European market. And this company is focused on the sustainability technology, and it's called Turnkey Group. Uh, so that's how my journey in the sustainability technology field has started. So I've been in a sustainability technology industry for five years now. Oh. and it's you know it's extremely exciting and fast evolving industry i'm very glad to be part of it
0: Perfect. wonderful that's a very diverse you are a really a globetrotter and you i can see you're entering startup and entrepreneurship uh, even from your previous experiences so Tanki, can you explain maybe what is it what are you doing and also what are you trying to solve
1: Turnkey is a sustainability technology provider for corporates and investors. It's a new solution, but it's already validated and it's been used by by many companies in the market. We've been, as I told you, I've joined the company at the very early stages of the development of the product in 2016. And this is when the the journey has started. What Turnkey does, it it helps companies to, to measure their sustainability performance. When talking about the sustainability, we're considering environmental social and governance aspects and we also help companies to link it to their operational and financial performance the product that turnkey provides is the data analytics platform to streamline and automate sustainability data collection and reporting process and analytics to track companies performance against targets and identify inefficiencies areas that need improvement within the organization. I highlight this this point also, you know, on the analytics, because we really believe that the compliance should, should not be the only reason why the companies or investors should look at the sustainability, but actually it's one of the drivers, very important driver, but we also look at the sustainability within the business to help the businesses to identify areas of improvements and at the same time, drive financial performance. Um, We also work with investors and we help them to track sustainability performance of their portfolio companies. And here we, we understand that the ultimate goal for investors is to maximize value of the investments. So while working with the portfolio companies, our technology supports them. You know, not only to do the sustainability reporting, which might be mandatory, but also to demonstrate the sustainability strategy with verified data and again drive operational performance and financial performance of the of the investors'
0: portfolio. That is fascinating. So you it's really you can see also the importance of data analytics and the revolution. I was reading a few days ago also there was in Sustainability Nature, one article about artificial intelligence and the impact on SDG and really your solution go in that line, especially I like the way you highlight the analytics that is not only for the compliance, for the taxonomy, but is also for uh, the actual improvement in the come to dry performance and also so that's why enhance the sustainability uptake. Can you tell us a bit more? What is your revenue stream and which are also the collaboration, how it works, the AI and everything?
1: Starting with, with the AI side, we provide a software solution and we work with the proprietary data of the companies, meaning, uh, you know, this is the private data of, of each of the, of the companies that we work with. So we actually try to measure the actual performance and additionally, we help them, you know, to do the what-if scenarios, and this is when the the AI comes in, plus the external bench- benchmarking at the time when they are ready for that AI. It's extremely important, but in order to get the basic needs to be covered. So what we do first, we start, we help companies to identify the most material aspects within their operations. Uh, so let's say if it's a manufacturing company. In terms to monitor the environmental impact, carbon emissions, we would look at, um, as an example, electricity, water, waste uh, consumption uh, metrics. And based on the consumption of those metrics, our platform would automatically calculate emission emission impact. Later on, the, the analytics tool helps you to give you insights you know helps you to identify inefficiencies as an example which locations within a company is less efficient in terms of electricity consumption per unit of production when it comes to manufacturing companies so this is you know uh, first of all we kind of baseline the company's performance once this is done and the company you know it's does know what's the current status what's the current performance Later on, we can take it further and we can look at, let's say, external benchmarking. And this is where also the public data comes into place. And uh, it's more like AI-oriented uh, solution when we compare private data within the company with the publicly available data. So let's say at that point, the company would be able to see how do they perform against their competitors in the field. We highlight that this is at the later stage of the development. First of all, we would focus on looking at the proprietary data of the company and also, you know, adjusting the the sustainability. And we help also companies to develop the sustainability roadmap based on the this, this specific case, because we work with multiple companies and there are companies, you know, just at the initial stage of the sustainability journey, others more advanced, which might be able, you know, to look straight away at setting targets within their organization or going into external benchmarking. But usually, although you know it's pretty trendy thing to talk about, usually first thing is to focus on really tackling your internal data and internal performance. Um, so that's the approach we, we're taking.
0: That's incredible and fascinating. You are opening up a world really of, of how to use the data and really unlocking the sustainability for the company going deeply inside their operation, and especially, you know, as you discussed in especially, in the, for example, for the manufacturing. Can you share us some practical example, some case study, or some, some success stories from your experience, where you have seen the impact, really, of your solution?
1: Usually, the main driver of companies to, to start the sustainability journey would be uh, compliance or investors' pressure, or stock exchange regulation. So, in the, let's say in Europe, it's Recently, we've seen lots of developments in the EU taxonomy that has established much more rigorous requirements this year. So that might be one aspect. Another aspect is investors' pressure, that investors require the companies to report on sustainability performance because they want to mitigate risk within their portfolio. Another key driver comes from stock exchanges. Currently, especially in in Asia, as an example, Hong Kong, Singapore stock exchange require pre-listed and listed companies to report on ESG on a mandatory basis. Uh, so this is currently what we see in, in Asian market, but uh, we see it also, you know, expanding in other in other markets. What, what happened with the with the case study I'm relating to, actually they contacted us They wanted to do sustainability at the beginning just because investors asked them to do so. So that was the the main motivation, you know. And we have other cases, you know, that the companies do sustainability because they have to comply. Let's say they have to report according to GRI framework or UNPRI or TCFD or SDGs because, you know, because of the compliance requirement or because the investors asking them to, that's one of the things we focus on. We help them to streamline those, you know, basic requirements that they need to cover. And this is what happened with this company. So this company have contacted us because they were pressured by investors and they had to start to report on sustainability. This is, um, the company comes from a manufacturing sector in um, consumer goods. And we've been working with them since 2016. When when we started working with them, they did not have sustainability strategy in place and they have never had established uh, sustainability data collection process in place. At the beginning, entire team was very skeptical. They also did not have assigned person in the team, just assigned to sustainability. And they were doing at the beginning very minimum to satisfy the investors and we've guided them through the process, started with the training, you know, setting up the data data collection process and so on. Yeah, but as I said, at the beginning, they were very skeptical and they were doing that only because they had to. But what happened within the first year of using uh, Turnkey's platform? They managed to identify significant operational inefficiencies in one of their locations. So they identified that one of their manufacturing plants, they they have three manufacturing plants at the moment, and one of them was much less efficient uh, than another one in terms of electricity and water consumption to start with uh, production unit. They straight away within the first year, based on this, they managed to find over 250000 of USD savings. Then, you know, the the team, suddenly they started to see a huge opportunity within managing sustainability data. And uh, management also started being more engaged. And they started to expand the area of sustainability metrics measurements from basics like energy, water, Uh, waste for manufacturing companies they also expanded it to social metrics as an example so in terms of social metrics they are looking also now at staff turnover rates Uh, we also help them you know to look at the aspects which may contribute to staff turnover rates such as gender equality within the company the training opportunities that you offer to the staff you know because it's we very often talk that there are cost savings opportunities within the environmental metrics but social metrics are also extremely impactful and it also impact financial performance of the company so this is one of the case study you know when the company was pretty skeptical and now they started winning the leadership awards esg report awards and in 2020, they were actually sold to the U.S. multinational Kimberly-Clark and they tripled the, the deal value. And the new owner of the, the Kimberly-Clark, you know, officially said that sustainability profile of the company was one of the key drivers of expediting the deal. And why was it so, so smooth? It's one of the examples, you know, why we believe Ticking the compliance box for sustainability, it's it's important, right? But going beyond it, if you really go beyond it, then it's when you really can look at the real value that sustainability can bring to the company or to the investors when we work with investors.
0: I am shocked by this wonderful case study. So, you know, really, as you said, from the compliance side, now is going towards really the the key and the art of the company on the operation and with tangible savings. I can imagine the team that started, as you said, a bit skeptical when he realized the potential and has seen the numbers. I'm sure the leadership came on board uh, very quickly. And of course, what you mentioned, the prices and even the, the fact that they've been bought uh, and also that one was highlighted, that it's really something that it's important and really shows the benefits of your solution. And I highlight that one year. It is not a, a long time. So it's really delivering solution very fast, thanks to the data and the analytics you are giving. Let me ask you, do you stop there or you have even further collaboration? How you do? Because I'm getting excited to see, have you deployed your solution even in other Because you have discussed about the manufacturing side, you have discussed and you told us about the investors and also the financial risk. Where are you going? Where is your limit? Because I see an incredible potential.
1: Thank you, Samuel. That's very flattering. (laughs) So actually, the reason why we work with investors and the portfolio companies is because the solution is adaptable for multiple industry needs. So, you know, the manufacturing is just one of the, the examples of, of the profile of company that we work with, but we work with companies from many industries. The other area we look at is it's supply chain and logistics. Maybe I can talk a little bit about that as well. So the turnkey technology has a broad application in, in this area. And it actually comes from supply chain background because Turnkey's founders have over 20 years experience in supply chain management. And they've created Turnkey initially. They spotted significant gap in the market in terms of lack of the data transparency, especially sustainability data transparency in supply chains. Uh, one of the, the projects in this area that Turnkey's technology is applied is a project with Clean Cargo. And CleanCard is the United Nations-backed organization in the in the logistics, in, specifically in the cargo shipping industry. So it's an organization, it, it's the leading, as they call, buyer-supplier forum. They would gather both the companies from a cargo shipping industry, such as Maersk and, and other players, and uh, also... Shippers, as an example, plenty of companies, just to give you some examples, Nike, H&M, IKEA, and so on. So it's a big organization that gathers both representation from buyer and supplier side. And as a part of this project, Turnkey's platform manages over 80% of global ocean logistics data. So it helps to benchmark the data and it helps to calculate the carbon footprint in the logistics sector globally. What happens next with this data? This data can be used later on by shippers, such as the names of the companies that I just mentioned to you about, to identify the best logistics provider to them, right? So that's where the sector is going. And so apart from choosing the provider because of, of course, the financial because of the price, they can also look at the sustainability credential and the impact of the shipment. So this is one of the examples where we also work on them on the supply chain logistics sites. But we also, with every company we work with, once they come and they are comfortable with the internal sustainability data measurements, we encourage them to go and look at the supply chain. And so we would also help them to map the data from starting with Tier 1, going to Tier 2, Tier 3 suppliers, and so on. And yeah, it's becoming more important. When we started in 2016, we felt that the market was not ready yet to go that deep with the data collection, but now it's starting getting there. And with the new compliance requirements, such as the EU taxonomy, the SFDR, which actually says, states that the Scope 3 data collection will be mandatory from 2023. Yeah, I believe this should be really key key area to focus on for the companies. Also, considering that you must have probably read that for many companies like Scope 3 emissions, it's over 80% of the emissions for many of the you know, big retail players that the logistics piece and suppliers' emissions are, are most, most of the emissions within the company.
0: That's another fascinating angle and really how your solution can tackle, as you, you rightly say, the supply chain, because that is where in a globalized world and globalized supply chain, and especially for the brand that you had mentioned, especially in the fashion industry, supply chain is where most of the, a good part of the emission is emitted enabling them to choose and enabling them to have a cleaner cargo eh? it's really something that it can boost as you said the scope 3 emission and the work that you are doing it's it's a really fascinating solution i'm i'm really getting very interested and excited because it's really in few years you have disrupted and done a wonderful a wonderful job especially you are helping companies to really not just pay lip service to sustainability but go through the data, inside the, the operation and the work, and really change, and which is a real important step. Talking about change, maybe, can you tell us uh, a bit about it? And then can you tell us a bit about it and discuss, you know, your experience in change in industries? Because usually it's not always easy. And how, how industry are engaging with sustainability? Because that will be a, an interesting aspect.
1: Since the beginning of my professional career, I, I've i supported startup companies. So very like um, I've joined companies at the very initial stages of their growth. I'm pretty, you know, used to work with kind of unstructured, fast-paced environment and adding into it sustainability and technology, it, it becomes even faster evolving environment. Because as you know, sustainability evolves extremely fast. So we need to stay on the top of the new compliance requirements, market trends, customer expectations. And apart from that, technology and the development of the technology, you know, different types of analytics. Uh, It's another area that also develops pretty fast. So it's extremely important to stay, stay on the top uh, on the top of both um, me perf- personally as you know I'm, I'm kind of used to be in this <laughs> fast-paced environment It's it's extremely challenging but also it feels uh, um, I feel extremely engaged to be able you know to see uh, so much happening within the industry and I feel happy also for it because apart from being able you know to streamline the company growth it's also you can feel at the same time that you do something, something good <laughs> uh, for, you know, in general for, for the planet as well, because I'm not uh, I'm, I'm also helping to promote the solution that can help to measure the environmental impact, emissions impact of the companies. So and if you measure you can put actions in place to reduce
0: right i think it's very personal view you know i think putting yourself in change and being able also to work in this and en- environment it's really something that can help and so you can be a real catalyst for change for change in the industries and especially bringing up your innovative solution as a last question you know uh, usually we ask this you are a You are working in a startup, in in entrepreneurship, it's really, and also you are a a woman leader. Which is your message for the audience that you want to leave, especially for people that work in the field of sustainability?
1: My main message would be to, you know, to try to look at the sustainability as a part of business value creation strategy not just as a must-do exercise, because I believe, you know, this is something, sustainability is already something that company really needs to think about if they haven't started yet.
0: It's wonderful, Marta. It's really touching and it's really putting the art of sustainability and showing your passion. I am very grateful for these episodes and I usually say that, you know, when we have people of um, an innovative startup like yours, have a follow-up episode and to discuss maybe in one year the water you are going and how you are expanding and even creating more impact so i want really to thank you and really to to already book you for another follow-up episode maybe in one year time
1: (laughs) thank you thank you very much samuel it was great to to be with you
0: thank you so much marta Uh, we will talk soon thank you so much
1: Thank you. Bye
0: bye. Are you satisfied after this wonderful episode? In the next one, we will talk about land restoration. Stay tuned.